And welcome back to the Part-Time Otaku Podcast. My name is Dave. My name's Grant. And here we cover, uh, currently, the Attack on Titan anime series. Today we're going to talk about Season 4, Episode 11, uh, which just came out a couple days ago. Um, usually how we do this is we're going to go over a very quick summary, and then we're going to get into all the details, our breakdown of the episode, things you may have missed, etc. Um, before we do that, though, I want to give a big shout-out to Xiao Menguo. Sorry if I butchered that, on Reddit and Instagram for the thumbnail of this week's episode. I love me some Mikasa appreciation. Mm. Yes. I don't think we've had one like this before. Uh, I don't think so. This whole season. So thank you very much for the uh, for the art. Uh, we've tagged you everywhere. So you know, hopefully people can give you a follow and uh, appreciate more art. And uh, with that, let's just jump right into this episode. So season four, episode 11. I think this one was called Deceiver. Gabby kills the prison guard, allowing her and Falco to escape and take refuge at the Braz family stable, who accept them as a pair of runaways. Kaya, an orphan of the stable, is aware that Gabby and Falco are from Marley. Kaya takes them to the place where her mother died four years ago. Kaya and Gabby argue about the sins of their Eldian ancestors and whether or not Kaya's mother deserved to die. Despite their argument, Kaya offers to take them home to meet a Marley and Cook with hopes they may be able to find their own way home. Hanji is forced to deal with the insubordination when Flock and crew are caught leaking information about Eren. In Marley, the military surmises Zeke's betrayal. Instead of waiting to gather their strength for a full attack, Reiner suggests an immediate counterattack to take Parody Island by surprise. Ooh, baby. It's good, eh? This is a good one. Very different episode. Um, yeah. I don't know why, but like the uh, right as soon as Gabby murders that poor fucking prison guard. Mm. In my head, as in like, and welcome back to Attack on T- Titan, where children mur- murder prison guards and the points don't matter. <laughs> brutal. That, that was, was a, that was a good, ki- like, good. I mean, good slash brutal. That was rough. Yeah, that was. Ah, uh... oh, this whole episode, Gabby. Like, it's, it's so a Gabby funny. episode. 100%. It's a Gabby episode for sure, and a Gabby episode. I think we needed. Um, yes. You know, like there, the past few weeks have been a lot of. Uh, like she's clearly like she's like she knows how to you know put someone out like she's mm-hmm. a killer a plain killer and we got that early on like obviously like that's how the season opened up is like you know Gabby the war hero yep and it's she's been a lot of she's been able to back her words up this whole season so far but it's been like a lot of smoke mm-hmm. you know no fire and like <laughs> the fire was on <laughs> like she she wasn't playing no she was like an animal like a deranged animal it was insane they they weren't kidding in that post-credit scene where they're like gabby and falco are some of the most talented candidates it's like yeah gabby apparently specifically can escape a fucking prison behind enemy lines oh yeah like um and slip into obscurity and won't hesitate to kill anybody that she crosses paths with it's a bummer too, because that security guard was like, "Hey, he seemed like, you know, are you all right?" <laughs> yeah, I, he catches a brick for it. Yeah, he caught a brick too. Like, I think who knows? It was really feeling. It was maybe just like, you know, the most minimum like jailer sincerity. Maybe yeah. you know, like her because it was so funny too. Like we had uh, we had paused the episode, or like I was queuing up the episode. I had to go, you know, run to the other room, grab my tea or whatever, and. You know, the, the first, like, two seconds of the episode, just screaming, and, you know, like, Leanna kind of, like, looks over to me, and I was like, I, I don't know what we're about to watch. <laughs> it was, like, two <laughs> seconds of just screaming. But, uh, yeah. You know, yeah, it's, uh, rough, Gabby, okay. though, great Gabby episode, and, you know, it, it honestly feels like, 
it's kind of a good place to start because you know it immediately kind of cuts to you know them on the run but like I was going to say, right before that, right before it cuts to them, we just see like a quick second, five second long scene of Reiner waking up. And yes. all it does is confirm that, you know, Peck, Peck is alive, Gallier is mm-hmm. alive, Reiner's fine. And then we get to, then we arrive at, at Gabby. But that wasn't insinuating that like Reiner's been out. Like, I guess this might be like a bit of like time, like might not be happening like, like side by side. Like, was is that him just having a bad dream or is that him just waking up from everything that happened just Good happened question. the way i interpreted it is that it was the it was him just waking up but i don't mm. know how much sense that makes and like you said we don't know if that the if the timelines here are like completely simultaneous you know like it did look like he was in a hospital mm-hmm. there were other people around him all bandaged up but but who mm. knows how long he's been out i'm ready for more reiner it, it was it was a good little kind of interlude good interlude but it, i found the way they we only saw i think like a couple instances of like reiner and uh and piek and galliard but like this is like a good way of like they're kind of drip feeding the marlians back in again mm-hmm. for like the re like again the what i'm assuming is to be like the season finale mm-hmm. or series finale still don't know yet of like kind of everyone coming back together but uh i'm glad to see more reiner i'm glad to see reiner is like uh i think he's has some clarity now you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Again, it's momentary in this scene, but uh, I'm just glad to have Reiner back. Yeah, I'm interested in where the hell they, where the hell he goes. But yeah, so so Gabby and you you were saying you know Gabby and Falco. Pr- the episode pretty much leans right into them being on the run. Yeah. I loved the way, you know, the first thing I have to note because like it was like the first thing I noticed is the animation of this episode, really great. Stellar. S- specifically They're... on scenery. Yeah, there's well, there's that lake lakeside shot mm-hmm. that was probably one of the the most beautiful things I've seen in the show. Like just the, you know the, just like the sun reflection off the lake and the tree. Like just like it kind of looks like it almost looks like an arrowhead, right? Like there's just tree line and it kind of pincered off into like mountain range in mm-hmm. the distance. Very very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I love that that intro and you know by the lake and they have this whole conversation about you know Falco trying to get her to take off the armband. Yeah, well, was, and that's that was great. That's, that's the thing too. Like, you know, we had sent. You know, Gabby is completely. It almost seems like she's devolving. Do yeah, you know it what feels I mean? Like, like she's she, eroding. Like she's breaking. Yeah, uh, it, the betrayal the, of Zeke. It's like the first thing she says too. Yeah, I mean, I can't trust anybody anymore. And even too, when she says that, like she, she has no intention of living. Like she's completely radicalized in this. Like, in this moment, you know, like, like the whole episode, like. She you even know, says that, right? She says yeah. that to Falco. She's like, you didn't have to die too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because she's resigned. It, you mm-hmm. know, in this moment anyway, it seems like she has no intention no. Of, of making a break for it or, or she really well, doesn't think she could survive. She says that, like, it's like the only thing she needs to do is like she needs to get an answer from Zeke and then it's almost like she can die happy that way. Like, yeah. obviously she's going to go out swinging, but um, no, it's like it honestly feels like she's living in a nightmare that like after watching the episode a couple times, that was like, just like her reactions to everything. Like the, you know, like, it was like, almost like if a butterfly had come into screen, like off can like off, you know, into her eyeline, it would like kind of like spook her kind of thing. Like she was so on edge, agitated, you know, up. like she's traumatized, she probably, probably hasn't slept if I'm being honest. Yeah. That you wouldn't, know? that wouldn't be shocking. She was just muttering Aaron's name in that prison the whole time. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, the armband thing, that's, that was, you know, like, and like, like, not to say she sounded pathetic, because I don't think she was. Like, I think she's like, 
deeply, deeply uh, hurt right now. And like, cause you know, like the last thing she saw was her city trampled, mm-hmm. you know, like, but she's almost like not childish in the way of like, like just the way she said, like, no, like this, it almost saying like this armband is what makes me a good, she kept saying a good Eldian. Like as if she was like, you know, yeah. kind of in servitude of like, which, yeah. which they are. I'm a but, good like, boy. Just, I'm a, you yeah. know what I mean? But yeah, no, exactly that dude. Like that's, that's what I'm getting at. It was just kind of like, she just had to keep saying it out loud, you know? Yeah. And that, that armband, you know, she had kind of allured to it, right? As when they had been attacked, you know, she wanted to turn that armband into a symbol of hope and yeah. into a positive but you could tell, you know, whether her intentions worked out or not, that it is, that thing is a part of her identity. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And as we see later in the, the episode, you know, she just kind of personifies a lot of the problems um, with how Eldians feel over there. And uh, yeah, it's not really simple as just taking it off. It's It feels like, you know, he's asking her to shed her skin or something. Yeah, it's like he pulled her hair out, you know? Yeah, like it's, which makes she, sense that she yeah. attacked him when he, t- he took it off, you know? Also, how much did she look like Aaron in this episode? Dude, there's a couple moments in here that yeah. I'm going to get to, but I think uh, definitely intentional, mm-hmm. definitely well executed. But that yeah. armband scene, it, it really set a tone. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, okay, so we're going to we're gonna go down this road. Mm-hmm. I, I'm actually, I, I was a little taken aback because, you know, like I, I think you and I have kind of had the, the assumption or the feeling that like, Gabby was gonna like just slowly becoming more radicalized. Mm-hmm. I was like just like the like the complete like breakdown of her character of like you know like this is her element right like she's in and like as far as she's concerned she's like behind enemy lines mm-hmm. like she's like but she's not even in like soldier mode she's just like looking to hurt and harm you know Panic, like it's outburst, yeah she's scared trauma. very scared she's still a kid yeah but a kid that knows how to commit murder it's a very dangerous combination right no absolutely and like this you know like i I, i've been hard on gabby and it's funny i've been hard on aaron too like they go hand in hand but like this episode like her actions are very extreme Mm -hmm. throughout the episode but like it's her character is so genuine like the they've done such a good job like this character alone is is very very good like you know i still like don't like gabby as a character i think she can fuck off it still drives me nuts but like her development and like where she is in the story now like it makes sense for like leading up to this moment and it still seems genuine you know you can say a lot of these things about season one and two aaron he was such a pain in the ass you know what i mean like he was so impatient and throwing tantrums and melodramatic and immature and i mean like obviously the things driving aaron and gabby are like very sensical and it makes sense why they're they're this passionate but it was yeah. you know they share a lot of common threads mm-hmm. um what you were saying about you know she her actions are pretty drastic i liked the play here you know when kaya this girl mm-hmm. discovers them and kaya that, that was her name i could not remember her name <laughs> yeah so this girl kaya discovers them and you know sasha's you know her or not sasha god gabby's um, instinct here is, you know, she's t- she, she talks back to the girl, but she's grabbing a rock behind yeah. her back. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And Falco's right there, and he definitely notices, and he makes a different play. Mm-hmm. And that is another thing, sort of a theme throughout the whole episode, is him kind of holding her back mm. and making a different decision than she's about to. Well, it's from that moment, too. Like, not to cut you off, but, like, mm-hmm. that's the only time in the episode she is the first one to speak when spoken to. Yep. 
the only time and like and it's almost she was going for a kill too well i was thinking falco picked up on it he's like well fuck i gotta t- i gotta take the wheel on this one you mm-hmm. know like and and going forward it's always him always him that like you know, like you know he leads these conversations and he has to because she's fucking crazy yeah you know <laughs> it uh yeah that was sad man and and did you know or did you feel like you knew instantly that we were going to see sasha's family the moment you saw the girl discover them well, I think you and I had had a bit of a spoiler because they had kind of teased it in the like the the next week on like the preview episode last or right. two, the week prior. Um, so and you I saw w- it coming with as a result, yeah. As a result, I saw it coming, and this is probably the only time where like kind of wish you hadn't. Kind of wish I hadn't because I feel like it would have hit more. But I feel like if I didn't know, because like we had just, it would have seemed a little like not hampus is the word, but it would have been like a little forced. I feel. But knowing I, somehow, I feel like it made it feel. Kind of made it feel. Kind of made it feel. Kind of made it feel more like normal to me. I feel like maybe in the moment, we're like ah, really, as if like they're running into the the person she murdered, family and all that. But right. Um, but no, it's you know of course like. But that's also a big part of the story. Like you can slowly tell they're trying to. It's almost like an olive branch, like the the universe is given an olive branch to Gabby. Because there's a chance for forgiveness a little mm-hmm. bit, you an know, like understanding, an understanding, and like we get to that. But like even going further, I think there is a possibility. I don't know if that's the case, but like you can tell the attempt is made to like fix her character a little bit, like personally her character. Yeah, that uh, the intro scene was really good. I thought mm. you know they arrive, and Gabby, you know, like you said, Falco does all the talking, mm. and there's one sec where. The mom touches Gabby and Gabby slaps her immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy that, you know, the voice actor for Falco did a such good such a good job too, because he tries to shift the tone into talking about how good the food is. Yeah. But he's like shaking. Well he sound he he sound that's one moment too. Like there's a couple clues in the episode, like very early on to them getting to the ranch or the orphanage or however you want to, mm-hmm. I think it's called, uh, is it Stable. grouse? Stables? Stables. Yeah. So even before that, there's like when Kaya first finds them, they even like Kaya even says like, she makes an assessment of it is really early. How mm-hmm. did you get here? It doesn't say that to them. It almost seems like she was talking to herself mm-hmm. right off the bat. Kaya knows like, obviously like okay. the two of them were, you know, screaming at each other in a riverbank. So she knew something was up, but then like, then you know, and then obviously like, you know, Kaya reveals her intentions later. But like, um, that moment when like Gabby kind of slaps the hand, like the mom's hand away, like, um, the dad or um, do we know Sasha's dad's name? No, I don't no. think so. I mean, you know, maybe she pa, let's call him Pa because Sasha probably called him that. But like, she did call him Pa or something. Oh, like did that. she? Okay. So like, you know he's an unjudging character like he just immediately goes like they're traumatized you know mm-hmm. like he like he looked to his wife and looked to each other and you can tell they're caring people none of the kids at the table bought it and falco sounded like a maniac at the table like mm, isn't it so good and like that was like it was it was like weird little bits of like awkward comedy it was like watching not quite but it was like watching the office you know like you're sitting there you're like ah, oh, like um. everyone knows what is going on here but like yeah it's the, like that secondhand embarrassment cringe it was secondhand embarrassment it feels like the only people in the room that thought they were getting away with it was gabby and falco 
and or probably the, just Falcon. and the parents. Yeah, G- G- Gabby was like sh- sh- clearly struggling to process it all. Yeah, she, she was clearly having some PTSD, like a moment there, like she yeah. was com- spiraling out of control. But Falco sounded like a maniac too, like yeah, big time. I agree. So that yeah. was a good scene. That you know, a lot of these scenes are unpleasant. Um, yeah, they're really effective. Like that armband scene, this scene, the climax of the episode, that which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Um, but from here we go. We go to Parody Island with you know the quote main cast to get back to the main storyline. We don't get a lot of this. No. Um, or at least it didn't feel like we did because we had a no, ton. No, it's like drop, like just little drops. Yeah, but yeah, but upon you know reflection, like there, there we did learn a little bit, mm. right? So uh, Azuma Bito is is back with some Hizuru crew. Also, and... my big my big swing theory is completely wrong. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I think your, so. What was your well, big just, swing theory again? Just that she, you know, she, she Azuma Bito was spurned by like the the essentially like them not offering up the uh, the ice burst stone and right. like her potentially going to willie you know i still stand by like i don't think she's on the most up and up oh i but, agree yeah N- none you know, of these like, people i feel like can be trusted you know because they're all f- people from foreign nation with no real investment in parody other mm-hmm. than potentially parody doing well might be directly tied to marley not doing well Mm-hmm. um so all these yeah I, I agree though i don't i don't trust her at all yeah but she arrives and you know says we want to witness the danger in person this time mm-hmm. we've got you know the first airboat that was what my subtitle said um yeah made yeah, with ice so. burst tone uh, ice burst stone and then also we learn that the the scouts or the mps or whoever have put out an order to evacuate shiganshina Mm. shortly thereafter do you remember that it's like it's the following scene basically yeah you know uh, azuma Bito drops the whole we're gonna get ready to test we have like an aircraft because they make it they make a point of being able to observe the test rumbling yeah so that's what do you think that's about like they just they just want to be able to see it from a greater height in order to better ascertain probably the only safest way because if 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 it works and it is what it is it's probably going to be an like maybe not an onslaught but it's going to be some titans breaking from the wall yeah you know so like it's i'm curious i don't want to derail us here Mm -hmm. but have you thought about this whole rumbling thing like logistically it makes no sense to me the whole idea of gathering 10 million or millions even if that even if that is hyperbolic Mm. um colossal titans like what what aren't isn't there only one and it's passed down like how are they all alive are they just pure titans that are mindless that are just big mm. and they've all been hardened together? Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. This is like probably the biggest like what if, you know? Like this is one of the we we honestly do not know. Like the okay. only the only taste we've had is like when is it the end of season 1 where the all the the wall cracks open and there's Yeah, so there's it's true like the, there is a titan there. There yeah. are titans there. They mm-hmm. are somehow alive. Because Actually, I guess we we already know the only way to kill a legit titan is to cut the nape, right? Yeah. They don't eat, or they don't necessarily need to eat. I remember we they determined that in season one. You know the whole sunlight thing. Mm-hmm. They can they seem to do fine uh, being confined. So maybe it's just a bunch of regular ass titans. But it feels like they said several times colossal titans. Did Willie say that? I think or, so. Or yeah. so that could just be like kind of a. You think he's just exaggerating to press, like, for, you know, to further his point? That could be. That could be my guess. It could be, you know, 
Well, because, like, the people... At that point, the people in the world know what the Colossal Titan is, right? Right. So that probably was, you know, for a propaganda perspective, that's probably a very key tool and weapon to, like, create fear and, you know, try to, you know, put dissent into, like, another nation kind sure. of thing. So, it, it, you know, that could be another case of just kind of stretching the facts a little bit to, mm-hmm. you know, please give us your money, help us go bomb these people. Um, right. So, like, that's the thing. Who knows? Like, and the, I but think it's, it's weird to you, too. Absolutely, I this. I think we had mentioned it last week. Like they they made references to the rumbling like five times, and it's like I cannot give any mental energy to that until I see it. Yeah, like because okay. I can't. I can't, I visually can't picture it. Yeah. Like I can because like they're in the wall, but yeah. you know, and, like, it's gonna crumble and it's gonna probably look epic or terrifying. But like I again, I don't understand. The and, thing that I can't get my head wrapped around is if they do, if they do this. Where are the people going to go? When you say the people, you mean like the city, the, the citizens? Ci- like the citizens. Like there's no one, like maybe at this point people are living outside the walls and they've accounted for that. They're moving people away. Maybe, yeah, we don't need the walls anymore because we have a port and Marley can't drop off pure titans anymore. Yeah. Assuming we've eradicated all of them, which is like, it seems like a bold assumption to make. Like mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't go live near a forest right now. Or something, you know what I mean? But no, exactly. But that's that's the thing. Like, there's so many. I don't know if we've ever had a head count on like how many people lived within the walls. It was. One time. I'm sure there has been. Yeah, it must be. So like, are they just going to like? Obviously, they're evacuating Shiganshina, but like, like how controlled is this test going to be? Yeah. That's what you know. Like, and that's... does that also mean that you lose that portion of the wall? Like, yeah. Are if you test it on Shiganshina wall, does that mean you're you're losing that little shell? I don't mm-hmm. know, it sounds like it. Yeah. Okay. It, well. That's no. It, you know, it's it's, and I don't think it's, like this is. It's not a derailment. Like this is stuff that was directly. It's coming up close. Like you know, like it's it's soon. I would imagine. Yeah. And it's I'm, it's just like a logistics thing. Like I know it's going to happen. I understand what they're trying to do, but it's like how is it going to play out also, in the moment? You know lastly on this how like where do the titans go like you're gonna put them all on boats like isn't it only useful if you're being invaded you yeah. can't like what do you like you know what i mean you're an island yeah so even if you rumble that shit like you're not gonna rumble them across the ocean i mean unless unless you are i don't know <laughs> yeah i i don't i don't know what the like the plan has been set but like i don't I, we as like a viewer of like the anime like i'm sure the manga readers have some insight here but if it happens at all right. if it does if it happens at all like yeah i don't i don't know i just i don't know <laughs> like we know the plan zeke is like this grand genius him and aaron have this plan mm-hmm. but like i don't see the vision if that makes sense and it feels like the, right. the people that only do see it are like Higher you ups. know th- well, the the higher ups, but it feels like it's Zeke and his cronies. They're the ones that like see the big picture, mm-hmm. you know. So it's it, I think like, I feel like there's just like one little detail we're missing that we'll eventually get, and it's gonna be like ah, of course. Right. Yeah, I don't think we're overlooking anything obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so maybe we're intended to not know. Mm-hmm. So as we keep moving here, it really just seems that. Hanji is a little bit overwhelmed. You know, she's entering this building. All these people are asking her questions. Why'd you give the order to to uh, evacuate Shiganshina? What about Aaron? Is it true he's been imprisoned? Mm. And we're like, oh, where does that come from? And then a lot of familiar faces in that scene. Yeah, I know season one folks, eh? Yeah, well, the there's the journalists yeah. from is that season two, two or three? 
two or three, and then there's the I I'm, I completely blocked his name out. He was in our season our season three uh, wrap up. Uh, the son of the merchant. The yeah, one, yeah. He was there, and there was the, like the journalist for the paper. All these people along yeah. the way trying to hold her accountable because like yeah. they literally say like you know they quote her being like you said that you know you wouldn't hide things that are paid for with taxpayer money and mm-hmm. you can just tell that in entering this brave new world very few choices remain simple you know yeah. their their problems are so much more complex now and she says that she's like listen things got things changed when we opened our doors to the world mm-hmm. and then she just leaves them alone it was the most like unhanji thing it kind of it kind of broke yeah. my heart a little bit because like that's not her but that's like the most politician thing she could have said like because that's what she is like she's running the scouts but like yeah. you know that, she's a public figure at this point time. you know that one guy says okay like i understand you can't tell me just tell me i can trust you look me in the eye and she yeah. can't even do that no she completely blew it off and then it gets worse because mm-hmm. uh, then she walks in and she has to punish these uh great scene by the way great scene super killer scene yeah i, I appreciate it and it uh, yo. Other thing I was wrong about. <laughs> what, were you, what were you wrong about? I was convinced Flock was going to be hunting down uh, Gabby. That was right. a total That was a total fake out by them in the preview. It, it, it was total fake out. out. But yeah. it also, like, I love it because it makes so much sense that, yeah. one, Aaron is, of course, going to have his own group of radicals, right? People that yeah. think he's a fucking god savior. Mm-hmm. But also, that Flock would absolutely be one of them. This yeah. guy's bloodthirsty as fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? He sees Aaron as like a guy who just gets stuff done. There's um, the line, yeah. there's a line he has of um Aaron is the true ruler of this country. Mm-hmm. You need to let him go. Yeah. And it was kind of like it was almost like uh it was almost like terrorist demands. You better let my boy go. <laughs> you know, like it was like do it. And they're like no. Hanji <laughs> Hanji's even like, we don't even know if the rumbling is going to work. And he's like, that's yeah. only because you won't fucking let him out. <laughs> like, yeah. he's going to oh, yeah. lead us to victory. Um, so I appreciated, I really appreciated that scene. I appreciated Hanji's action here. Yeah. Um, you know, she's Your soldiers, like, you just spade orders. Like, you know. Like you're going to be punished. Yeah. And she also lets on. Like, I'm going to test it anyway. But just because I'm doing that doesn't mean, like, you get a get out of jail free card. Get the fuck out of here. You're, mm-hmm. you're going to be tried. So, like, we are at war, and you went behind her back. Like, are you insane? Yeah. <laughs> like, so then Hanji has this, there's like this, you know, everybody leaves, mm. and then Hanji has this little flashback mm. of this man that's all bandaged up. That is the, do you remember him? Do you know who is that is? Is the MP she tortured? I, mm, From like season one or two or three? That, no, I think that is the, he was running the church. Oh, okay, yeah. Or I, he was involved in the church in some way. Yeah, and in one of the previous seasons, she had spent a lot of time with a religious figure, yes. uh, a church guy, because yeah. he knew why there were uh, why there were um, titans in the walls, right? And she yeah. was trying to get information out. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, he had said something cryptic about, like, it's always, you know, it's going to be difficult later, good luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it feels like she's obviously feeling the weight of that. Um, I think everyone is, I think everyone is feeling the weight like all like the years and years like because that's a big thing like you know there was a lot of you know the the way parody was run for a long time was like clearly not ideal and i think that over time but i think the pressure like what the people in power were running and doing kind of caught up with them and it just kind of drove them a little crazy and i think just like their their power grabbing and their you know kind of 
you know, just like their, their lifestyles, like their luxurious love, like lifestyles, it kind of like got the better of them, you know, and then just, it, you know, it just perpetuated over time. And that's like the only thing they saw anymore. It wasn't about like responsibility, but you can kind of see like this, this whole show is about like, re- like history repeats, like, and it reminds you, it's a, it's honestly at this point, it's like beating us over the head. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't mind it. Cause it's true. Like that's, that is what's going on. It seems like, to be one of the biggest themes of the show, right? Yeah. And yeah, you know, the fact that they keep doing a good job communicating that, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think they're kicking a dead horse because they keep expressing no. that message in new and ex- new and creative ways. Yeah, yeah, they're they're really like it's, and this season has done a really good job showing that. Like it's, they've done a better job at not just like leaving it in the background for you to pick up on. It's kind of more like no, here it is. Like this is, <laughs> these are the themes. Like remember this, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Next scene. Is this Louise girl? Mm. I'm glad that they showed <laughs> a season one like flashback because I never mm-hmm. would have known who she was. I had no idea who she was. Yeah. The way Mikasa was talking to her, I was like, "Oh, she she must be somebody." Yeah, but it was this it was this girl that you know was in front. I remember the episode. You know, it was uh, when they were invaded and Mikasa and Aaron and Co were already in the scouts, mm. and Mikasa bodies a Titan in front of uh, people oh. that were trying to get through the doors. Oh, okay. And this little girl was, you know, in the arms of her mother. Or she was running with her mother at the time. And Mikasa comes in like a fucking superhero mm. and saves them all. And uh, and I think, she, you know, maybe she saluted or something um, when she did that. So it makes sense that she had a really big impression on this little girl. And this little mm-hmm. girl grew up wanting to be in the scouts so that she could be like Mikasa. And it also makes sense that she would have been on Flock's side to leak information. Mm-hmm. So that's why she's in prison. Yeah, because they said three recruits and you flock. Like yeah. it was, she was clearly like Hanji was clearly talking to flock and like in that scene. But yeah. it's good to see like it's not just some like three unnamed characters. Like you know, we still got two unnamed characters, but like mm-hmm. you know, they uh, they made an effort to make their choices a little more uh, you know realistic and concrete. Yeah, and this girl seems to have a fascination, a very keen fascination with Mikasa too. Like, you know, she had, I don't know if you caught a couple of things, but she was like, did you stay in this cell? You know? Yeah, like, that, I didn't get that at all. I wasn't it, sure where that was. It feels like she was, it just feels like she's obsessed with Mikasa. That's all I really got out of it. Oh, okay. Um, How about those flashbacks though? Yeah, it didn't, that was another thing too, is like, what's going on here? It Yeah, because it, you know, like fast flashbacks are creative and they often do foreshadowing but it looked like they were literally hurting mikasa like she was grimacing while it was happening the audio cues too they use i found like were very sharp and like it it was hard it was hard on the ears watching it Yeah, it looked like it caused her physical pain so i I wonder what what the deal is with that like is mikasa having some kind of issue or is this just some sort of like creative use of foreshadowing to show us something i don't know what that was but it was Mm. interesting is the like now that we're talking about it this because they kind of hinted last episode to like we don't know the power of the ackermans you know like yeah. is this is this their like kind of you know softball attempt at like reminding us of like something's coming for her character i really hope so man like I, yeah I, I don't know if it's an attempt to remind us but i do hope that there is something big for coming for mikasa mm-hmm. because you know armin has changed a lot. Jean, even. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Aaron is obviously a completely different character. Uh, Mikasa, you know, could do with a with a moment. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like you said last week. Like, if there's any one character in this show 
who's long overdue for some mm-hmm. like you know some time well spent on screen i think it's mikasa maybe yeah i mean this is like i'm pulling this out of thin air but you know maybe her her big revelation is going to be not being obsessed with aaron and and Mm. doing everything you know maybe she's going to be instrumental in some kind of way that you know maybe his his character's downfall like maybe you know she has to stop him at the end or something crazy like that that would that would certainly do the trick (laughs) if there's anyone that can get a one-up on aaron probably her maybe levi yeah so next there's this weird scene what what did you get from this with pixis and yelena Mm. This is this was the teaser for next week, I think. I think so too. Well, I, actually, I think they they do do a preview of this, but the um, they're tr- it feels like they're mementoing us a little bit <laughs> with like we're going in reverse of we're kind of seeing in reverse of like Aaron's escape. It seems like seems like Aaron's escape, how he got information, and it, it kind of just like this little micro cult kind of growing within like the scouts. Yeah. And I think this was just kind of like Pixis kind, and Pixis being kind of creepy again. Like, ooh, I get to, I caught you, but at least I get to talk to a pretty girl. And it's like, yeah. fucking keep your comments to yourself, you weirdo. <laughs> like, put her on trial. <laughs> like, so, what did you get from that? Like, is is the TLDR version of this that like Flock and Elena connected, and the two of them passed information to Aaron, which allowed him to to get over to Marley? I think so. I think this was like, yeah, we caught your cell phones pinging nearby. Yeah, okay. That's what that was. Like, we caught you on the cell tower. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, it's, I, I think that's exactly what it is. I think they're going to give a little more. Because that's the thing, too. Your like iPhone we... was at the corner of seven and, and Pitt. What the fuck were you doing? And you know Aaron just lives a couple blocks away. And the next thing we know, he's on a boat? Yeah, well, that's what it is. Like, I think, because we, we had talked, you know, because we've had, like, the episode where it was three years prior. With the, last week was the episode two years prior. And then we kind of cut into, like, only now moments. I think, like, what maybe instead of going back a year, they're going to kind of, like, puzzle piece how Aaron maybe slipped away. Or, like, how information was, like, gone to. Because, like, clearly, like, there's, you know, this is, I think this is them kind of catching on to, like, maybe Zeke and Yelena aren't on the up and up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because it was someone's decision to tell maybe Flock to go do what he did or get that information out. But they, because they also make reference to, like, the island. Like, but then they're also kind of talking about stuff now. So, like, it kind of feels like they have, like, a portfolio of, like, hey, this is what we caught you doing. That was just my take on it. Right. Yeah, no, I, I took it the same way. Just that, like, we're kind of going through the pieces mm. of, uh, of how Aaron got out and... And, you know, maybe who he has surrounded himself with um, and what he's up to. But that's basically it for, for uh, main cast stuff. And then we're back to Gabby and Falco for the rest of the yeah. of the episode. The business. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, she had that horse bite coming. I'll tell you that right now. Was that, is that a joke? Like, it was hilarious. And, like, <laughs> like yeah, I enjoyed that more than I should have maybe. But, like, is that a reference to a moment earlier in the show? Because I, I saw some reading online and like gene kept getting referenced in that scene dude i have no idea what the yeah fuck? like does gene have a horse face or like or is did it... someone call him a horse face Maybe? or did, is that something sasha called them or i don't that know that would make a lot of sense oh wait didn't she say he had a weird i don't know maybe it's something in that line that is mm. my guess yeah because uh, he wasn't in this episode at all I don't know what the fuck people are talking about, but I think it must well, be. Well, Gene wasn't. He had he was at that trial. Or oh, the right, like right, right. Yeah. 
I think he escorted Flocko. Probably but his guessing, responsibility. Yeah, I'm guessing something. You know, some kind of justice for Jean or like Sasha from the grave mm. type shit. But you know, a little bit of karma. The musical cue, like right as it's happening, it cuts to like them like slipping and wiping out in the mud and all. That. It was it was a funny Falco's little scene. Like, yeah, yeah. Because it also it also opened up the door a little bit for like compassion for Gabby. I found. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like kind of like a humbling moment for her, and you know, it kind of cuts right to like Kay, or, you know, Kay is like, "Hey, let's let's do lunch." Yeah, you know, and then obviously, like you know, we go to that. But even then, like, there's more, there's more back and forth between Gabby and Falco, and she's like, "Why, like, you know, like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> the the little sister, like, what's with the little what's sister with stuff?" The ruse? Yeah. yeah, she's like, "We should kill everybody here." <laughs> yeah, and you could tell, and that's that was the. You know, like there, there's a like a moment coming up, but like there was honestly a moment I thought she was going to massacre everyone at mm. that like in that the farm. Pitchfork? Well, well, yeah, like you know, let's jump. But like from that moment, I was like, oh my god, this is going to backfire on her, and she's going to have to like kill all yeah. witnesses. Like it's, uh... but yeah, I guess we'll just go to that. It's like the lunch scene. You know, yeah, we have lunch, and then they kind of reveal. I was just thinking about this. You know, they're, they're all arguing. Gabby, of course, is the one who fucks it up, right? Like, yeah. You know, we're having a normal conversation. And then Gabby's the first one to go, you haven't, you're not atoning for your guilt. Or, yeah. or something along those lines. You know what I mean? You haven't uh, oh, no, because for your sins. Because Falco's trying to be like a decent person. and Because mm-hmm. that's another important thing too. Like Aaron, Aaron and Falco got close. And there's that moment, like, which was... I feel like it's probably embedded into Falco's mind of like when Aaron looked over at him and he's like, and we are all the same. Yes. You know, I think Falco Aaron may have saved Falco from radicalization in that moment. Absolutely. Uh, by having that conversation in front of him. Yeah. And, and, and that's what he said. Like, you know, Falco needs to hear this conversation. Like Zeke told him to fucking beat it. And Aaron's like, no, Yeah. <laughs> a for obvious reasons. No. Or Reiner be- told him to beat it. Or Reiner. Yes. And then, you know, and then, so, you know, and Aaron's like, and be like, no, this is, he should hear this. But Fal- it seems like Falco legitimately, like, it was like, he was almost enjoying like his like secret undercover. Oh, yeah. Pro- probably similar to Reiner. Mm-hmm. Reiner, like, obviously was like, you know, he, I think his, like Falco was asking questions like, Oh, Kaya, like, you know, uh, there's all these people and then that leads to like the whole orphan thing and then the queen you know supports you know kids without families and all that and then that's where gabby just opens her fucking big mouth yeah and just you know it goes from there but yeah like what's her her line is um what's the point of being a saint like it doesn't matter how saintly you are like this is too big a sin yeah, pretty to much. To atone for? An and I was like, yeah. whoa! I was like, Jesus, that's pretty heavy. <laughs> like The way they reveal Kaya being aware of them mm. was pretty cool. It really reminded me of the reveal of Reiner and Berthold saying, I'm the Armored Titan, and he's the Colossal Titan. Do you remember? Mm. It was like super casual, intercut dialogue. Yeah, talking um, over one another. Talking over one another. And then they're just arguing. And then Kaya's like, is that what they taught you in Marley? Yeah. <laughs> you fucking yeah. punk. <laughs> yeah. Hey. And, like, I know. And then Falco was like, oh, like, you knew from uh, the beginning. And, and she's like, I, you guys said it. You fucking like, yelled it to this guy. 
I like Gaia. She's dipshit. She's got like she's weirdly fearless. Yeah, weirdly fearless. Yeah, this girl's. Uh, you know, maybe you know what she saw as a kid really toughened her up. It's hard to mm-hmm. say. But of course, again, Falco goes the whole like, "Oh, you were aware." He wants to talk it out. You know what I mean? And just watching Gabby walk away, go for that fucking. I was like, oh, like no, just no, off screen. No, no, I was like, no, oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It was. I was like, "Fuck, we are about to do this." So the Aaron thing. Um, yeah, Gabby running with this pitchfork is like almost a frame for frame lift of Aaron running with a pitchfork as a child when he saves Mikasa. I saw a oh, couple side by sides. Oh, I was like, oh my god! Oh, like the stupid. kidnappers again. Exactly. They've went back to that well a couple times lately. They, they have, and you know, especially Gabby being a younger younger character it works mm. so well um the animation was pretty slick on that too her charging i was like that's yeah. some good action i'm glad that falco you know proved himself capable stopped it mm-hmm. and i love that uh kaya was like you know let me let me say let me show you some shit <laughs> well it's so funny too like she jumped right to like oh and she, she covered ha- for them yeah she covered for them and like falco's like oh my god as if like just his reaction and gabby's reaction too was kind of like Oh, like, yeah, that continues to happen, right? This Kaya mm -hmm. girl, this character who looks barely older than them. Yeah. um, Continues to kind of give them chances and has, she has every reason to hate them, but continues to not, Mm -hmm. um, which makes her like the perfect vehicle or the perfect mirror or, or positive to Gabby's negative to like have this conversation. And this was, this was so well done. This next Mm -hmm. part when she brings them over to her family home. This is top five for the whole season. Yeah, season. I think so. Yeah. And if anybody, was... you know, if any audience, if any viewers hadn't put it together yet, that this is the girl mm-hmm. that Sasha saved, obviously it's, it's painted very clear. We go back to that place and they have this whole, this is like the climax of the episode. This, this yelling match, right? Yeah. I loved it, man. Um, it was, it was, it was the perfect, like, fuck you to Gabby. Yeah. And like, like the line, like, just kaya's like like she was getting upset but like she just was kind of like but what does that have to do with me yeah she stayed in the pocket of the of the argument yeah absolutely she didn't stray away from it gabby was getting emotional and like kind of like not grasping at straws but it was like she was reading scripture and kaya was like no like my mom was born died four years ago she had nothing to do with that like there was just it was time frame it was perfectly like yeah First it was, okay, well, we weren't alive a thousand years ago. Okay. So now now what? What's your next thing? Yeah. Oh, well, a hundred years ago also had nothing to do with us. Four years ago, she died, you know? And it was, yeah, she's the perfect crux to Gabby's, like, radicalization. And this is is what I was talking about earlier. I think this is the perfect moment of, like, they're giving Gabby's soul a chance. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. It's a chance, and I really hope it goes well. But but I totally agree, you know... Man, this yelling match was so good. Gabby seems to be this personification of like all this ancestral guilt that has yeah. been drilled into her. Yeah. And all she can do is regurgitate it. Mm-hmm. And Kaya, also a young person, though slightly older, seems to be able to think for herself. And she kind of realizes that a person is much more than where they came from. Absolutely. Because she, she I love this line too. Like, I, you know, we've mentioned the dialogue is often so, so well executed. Um, you know, at one point Falco jumps in and he says, you know, the reason this happened is because, you know, this was like a precursor to a larger scale attack. Yeah. I'm sorry. 
But as they're walking out of that house, um, she says, it's weird for you to apologize for Marley. You were just born there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Why, The wisest shit. The dope is dope. <laughs> like, one yeah. of the greatest lines from it. Like, yeah. And incredible from a kid, stuff. too. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and, like, the amount of insight and understanding. And, you know, this kid also has all the reason in the world to be just as hateful as Gabby, mm-hmm. you, know, after, you know, especially once she learned that, you know, Marley was directly responsible for that happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but she chooses just to be like, no, there, you know, that has nothing to do with it. It just goes to show like, you know, Gabby and Kaya could not be more polar opposite. Like Gabby is the product of nurtured anger yeah, and nurtured aggression, you know, and, you know like nurtured racism um and also like self-racism like in that scene too you forget that like gabby is not a marlian like reminding her that she is dirt she is a eldian doubling down of like why aren't you like angry like she was it was almost like she was shell-shocked that like this other eldian could not see like her her view and then kaya is the opposite like she's she is the product of like you know love and nurture and like like look at like the home she's being raised like obviously like the horrible stuff has happened to her mm-hmm. but like what look where she is now like she's you know they're attempting you know they're with other people creating new families new bonds like all those people at that farm easily could be the next you know wave of scouts you know what i mean like the yeah oh like I, it's i didn't mention or i think you did briefly but it was a neat little detail there where kaya had mentioned like everybody here's an orphan yeah. there's a program that the queen set up because the queen was more or less an orphan. Yeah. On a farm too. <laughs> which makes which makes a ton of sense that, that she would set something like that up. Um, yeah. That argument, um, I rewatched it, just that scene today. And the musical cues, mm. as the tension builds, as their voices raise, like the music gets better and better. Yeah. And louder and louder. That was, I like you said, that was, you know, one of my favorites of the whole season. Oh, it's, incre- it's, it's incredible. Like it's, it's so... It just goes to show that, like, action sequences don't have to make a show. Like, yeah. you know, for, like, a battle showing like this, like, you can have, like, you know, like, slice of life isn't, like, the right way to put it. But, like, just, like, a dramatic, like, a moment. Like, like everyone was just putting it out online. It was like they were – it got physical at points, too. Like, I think I think Gabby was, like, talking some big talk and kind of, like, kind of, like got up in her face and was like, no. Shaking her a little bit. Listen, you're yeah. your little shit. Yeah. And then, and then Kaya follows it up with, you know, like, I'm – you know, she kind of sets up like this whole Nico thing, and well, like the restaurant, like you know, the family's going to see the to a restaurant with a Marley and cook, and fuck, mm-hmm. they've the the things they've set up in previous episodes are all coming together. I love it. Yeah. And she's like, I want to help you guys. Like, I want to be the person. I want to be the person that she was, and obviously, like they don't know who they killed with Sasha. Maybe they would have, because I'm sure maybe, everyone was screaming not, her name. Jesus Christ, that's. Yeah, so I think you're right. I think they're obviously talking about Nico. Yeah. I'm really curious if it will come out that it was... If, if the other characters will learn that it was Gabby. Mm. I don't know if it changes anything. Mm-hmm. I think it's another testament to Kaya's character too. And hopefully another big moment. Like maybe that's the last, you know, beat you over the head with it moment that Gabby needs. Mm. To at least, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying like she's going to pull a 180 and be like, oh, I get it now. But you know, mm. allow her to open up a little bit, and try and and try and get to know some people and learn. Do you know who would be the perfect person to show her that lesson? Who? Nico. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> absolutely. 
like, you know, he did not want to be. He was the first one to be taken hostage. Yeah. You know, like he was put in that position and he fell in love with an Eldian and, you know, like that's that whole sad story there. And who knows? He might choke the life out of Gabby and just solve everyone's problem. But fuck. Like, yeah, you, ki- you killed my love. Like, you know, like who knows? Like it's my my original prediction was that like her radicalization was going to, you know, cause damage to people around her and eventually get herself killed. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it feels like they've given her a chance to try yeah. and understand and, and get away from that, but definitely not a guarantee. Nobody is safe. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, also too, well, like while we're still, cause you know, there's, there's more to come, but mm-hmm. while, while we're still on it, the scene between her, the, the scene between her and, uh, Kaya and Gabby was very reminiscent to when Gabby and Falco were like still in Marley, like when they got on the ODM gear. Yeah, and there's the argument. line, there's that argument, and 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 Falco says like, like, did you see it? Like, we did that stuff, and Gabby's response is like, okay, well, did you see it? Yeah. No, then no, and then that's more or less repeated between Gabby and Kaya, and Kaya kind of puts it back in her face of like, okay, well, did you see it? Yeah, exactly. Did I see it? And then and I think Gabby, no, I sorry, I think Gabby tries to like win that argument a second time using that same line, and Kaya's like. Okay, well, like, I think that's where the four... Well, that was four years ago, and my mom's dead, so... Or she she is dead. She clearly had nothing to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh... Yeah, that's why the, that Kaya character is just the perfectly purpose-built rival to uh, give Gabby a shake. And it's so crazy to think back that that was, like, you know, someone that Sasha saved all these years ago. Like, all these seasons ago, we first saw this. That's and the it's, fucking scene. Oh, God, man. Like, <laughs> it's so good. No, it was good, man. Yeah. Um, but post credit scene, Dave. Before that, right as they end the episode, I fucking love when shows do this, man. When yeah. they they artistically put the credits on top of the scene. Um, Those the credit song has never sounded sweeter. Oh, dude, the way they built, they leaned right into it. Yeah. As Kaya was talking about, that's the kind of girl I want to be one day. You know, like I yeah. know that if you know Sasha was still alive, she shouldn't say her my name, but if she was still alive, this is the kind of thing that she would do. Mm-hmm. As they bleed right into the credits music, I was like, oh. <laughs> Oh. you're right she would she, she would have <laughs> yeah i agree though fucking yeah. great great send off into the uh into the credits and i had a feeling that we would get a uh, post-credit scene yeah well i don't know why just because it felt like the episode was ending early and you know. i had a hunch because the last time they the last time they did that with the musical cue of the 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 credits music was the last time we had a post-credit scene right good point so, and that was not too long ago. That would have been uh, just as, is that the episode following? No, it would have been the episode prior to the theater attack. Yeah, yeah. They were like leaning into yeah. it and it was like yeah. Abby being like, oh, I feel like things are about to change. Yeah. And the post credits there is like, it's it's Falco leading uh, Reiner down the street. Yes. Yeah. So, so fitting. this one is, uh, is short and sweet. Yeah, like, you know, it's it's uh, Marley folk realizing that they're, they're sifted through the debris on their end, and mm-hmm. they seem to put together a piece that uh, Zeke has betrayed them. Yeah, Zeke has betrayed them, and you know we're gonna retaliate, but we need six months. To which Reiner says, "No, let's go now." Interesting. Mm. So Reiner is back to this version of himself <laughs> yep. for the millionth time. Yeah. I was kind of a little bummed to see that. I was like, Same. Ah, dude. I was like, yeah. what, man? Like, what? 
I don't know. Maybe his maybe his motivation or his goal is evolving. Maybe he's just playing the role of of you know vice chief, like what he's supposed to do. Oh, he's running the show. Well, I I think you know, like he's most senior in command. Do you know what the weirdest thing about this scene was? Has completely off base. Um, I'm blanking on his name. What's Falco's brother's name? Colt. Colt doesn't like almost looked like a completely different character. Oh, I didn't notice. I don't know. It was just I. I was like, oh, is that Colt? Like mm-hmm. I didn't know who it was in the room at, in the moment. I was like, oh, it looked like it honestly looked like they changed like his animation, his face. Um, but it could just be like the tone. Like the episode looked drastically different than like previous episodes. Yeah, you could tell they got some time with this one. Um, yeah, this was it was really well done that way. But uh, but yeah, no, Reiner's gung ho, and then you know, Piak, eh, freaking all. Like he doesn't didn't just have his ass handed or Pac, Pac sorry, yeah. yeah, like just had his ass handed to him, and he's like, yeah, let's go, let's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like okay, they're a fucking tough guy, like, hothead, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, I think they officially, I don't know, we did this last time, but they're officially under tightened. <laughs> like they don't have. Mm-hmm. I think LD, uh, you know, our parody has the most titans right now, um, especially with Aaron. He's jacked to the tits. I mean. It's gonna be, he's going to be tricky to take out. It's going to be curious to see how, like, is, again, I think we had, we had talked about this before, but, like, is, you know, is, it's, like, going to be, like, an amalgamation of the Attack Titan and the, the Warhammer Titan, do you think? Or is it going to be, like, is, yeah. He's gonna, you know, same guess I made last time is I think he's going to look the same, Yeah, but he's going to be able to bury you in armor or, mm. or you know, fucking make a glock or something <laughs> yeah oh my god well like but i will say it like their their argument i i i found it to be sound of their you know like we like they weren't just being emotional over the fact that like gabby and falco were taken or gone like they don't really know yeah but like they are like they do make a point of like if we are going to if the goal is to win succeed we do need these candidates yeah it's a fair point um you know they, and it, they've it, demonstrated it did, to be good yeah and, and then, they're, they're right on the timing thing, too, right? Yeah. When Aaron got on that airship a couple episodes ago, he said, we destroyed the port, we killed a lot of their military, it's going to buy us some time yeah. before they can you know, unite the whole goddamn world against us. So if it doesn't buy them time and we just show up for a quick surprise attack, it sounds mm-hmm. like they could do damage, especially if Aaron's in fucking prison when it happens. Mm. They said um, global a global alliance so many times. It was so funny. I was yeah. laughing. I was just snickering every time they said global alliance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who? Who's involved? The global alliance. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then, did you watch the uh, stinger? Yeah. Yeah. Like a fool. Yeah. Now I was a little shy going into it this time. <laughs> I was a little worried. I was like, I don't want. I don't want. Like, I don't want to get tricked again. It gave yeah. a little bit away. It. You know, my short term prediction. Mm. Is that someone's gonna stage a jailbreak and get Aaron out? Mm. You know, Yelena, Zeke, Flock, all of them. I don't know, um, or or not. I don't know that. You know, I don't. I don't put my name on that, but I feel like that's the direction it's going with the introduction of all this. You know, all these people that are obsessed with him. If there's one thing like the combination of like this episode. And then the ending of this episode, and then also like the the preview, is I am starting to get a little nervous about episodes left. Yeah, I mean, I and like I know like everyone seems to be pretty confident about 
you know, like a like a like a part two. Yeah. And like I'm, you know, my heart of hearts, like you know, I'm I think doing that's my. Where it's going. Yeah, but like this, if that's not the case, like that's a lot. They potentially have to wrap up in was it six episodes? No, uh, five now. Five. Yeah. Holy shit! I, I don't think so. Um, no, you know, I... it's 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 way too popular, and and you know, and most importantly, there's the matter of precedent. You know what I mean? They did it last year or last yeah. season, and mm-hmm. I think so. Last last thing on the st- stinger though is, I think it's Hanj that they have narrating those, mm. and she has one great line. I don't often pay attention to like. I don't like to frame by frame the the stinger, you know. Sure. I know some people are into that, but she she does have one line uh, in there where she says, "By now, one should be used to the shifting of the truth." Mm. And I was just like, "Yeah, fucking yeah. tag all the time, man." <laughs> oh my god, um, this is yeah. great episode. Like, you know, I don't. Um, I, this is probably one of my favorite ones in like yeah. of the past few like the i've liked i've liked the like the parody episodes mm-hmm. but i think this is the best one since like i think this is the best episode since aaron reveals himself um to reiner in the basement i think so yeah. you know we and other people i think were a little annoyed with gabby and her introduction how she played but and so you would think that giving her a whole episode might not do well but i think it you know this was like kind of the heart of the show in a lot of ways but that's evidence of a good character yeah of like yeah, you yeah. hate like you you know they introduce her you're like ah fuck this kid and then like you know like you get to this moment you're like ah i get it you're you, hurt exactly you know? <laughs> like you care you yeah. care the whole way through um yeah I, you know i don't i don't know if, i don't want this to be the end of her story but i thought it was mm. a really really important chapter and and uh in her development and crazy for a character we've only met this season to you mm. know, for us to care this much about so i think that's again another nod to how great the storytelling is yeah. but i think that's basically it for this week i think so yeah okay everybody thank you for tuning in we will see you next week same time um if i didn't mention it earlier you know we're anime only is obviously right so we wouldn't really know what's coming in terms of the manga so you know we're along for the ride just like everybody else um if you you know found us on any kind of podcast or social media platform, please feel free to like, comment, subscribe, uh, etc. And uh, we'll inter- you know it's been a pleasure interacting with everybody online. You know when we're not doing the show, please keep listening. We love it. It's great encouragement. And uh, otherwise, we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Cheers. <laughs>